This is the MMA Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Petrie. This is the Pick'em Podcast. I just love picking fights, guys. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Devin and Tim are not going to be with me. This is going to be a solo Pick'em. Devin and I went head-to-head on Saturday. He won. I I don't know if I put up. If you listen to the other podcast, if you're listening to this one first, he beat me. Okay? He won, but I won some money. Got cash in my pocket looking to to build a bankroll. Right? Looking to build this momentum. This card... Listen, it's one of those cards that's going to make and break you, right? There's a lot of close lines. There's a lot of fights that, like, there's a lot of, like, plus 100s and minus 100s. A lot of these fights can go either way. There's not really a landslide. It took me a little bit to kind of dig into it and kind of figure this one out. But I'm the best at what I do. The best of the business. So uh, I decided to fucking go for it, you know? Decided to go for it. Tim and I, the new guy, Tim Mitchell... We'll be picking the Saturday card, which is a really good card. I went over that the other day. Uh, uh, my girls are coming in today. I'm recording this early, early, and my girls are going to be here today. So I'm going to be wiped out probably the next two days just hugging them. They've been gone. They've been in Atlanta visiting the in-laws, and uh, this is the longest I've ever been away from both of them. Now, I know it sounds cool. Oh, yeah, wife and kids are out party, or yeah, you know, it's nice getting a break. You know, like it was nice having a break. Like they left Thursday, like Thursday night. I was like, okay, come back. Right, they were going Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday on Mother's Day, and now they're coming back late tonight. Um, I need them back. That's what it is. I sound like a pussy. Call me a pussy, whatever. I don't give a shit. Um, I like being around my daughter. She's the greatest thing in the entire world. My wife is awesome. I mean, you know, I mean, she can. I can do whatever I want here. It's like it's not like she's nagging me. It's not like we have a. Our marriage is amazing. She's amazing. I miss her, and um, so yeah, I can't. I had to do this early because. Um, I want to get this in before they got here, so there's no distractions for when they are here, because uh, my attention my attention is going to be fully on them Monday and Tuesday, and come uh, Wednesday it's, it's back to fights. However, that's not right now. Right now we're talking about fights. We're getting these fucking caught here. UFC Fight Night. Uh, it was supposed to be in Nebraska, I believe, because this is Anthony Smith headlining. It's supposed to be kind of like a homecoming for Anthony Smith, but however, it's going to be in Jacksonville, Florida. Next two are this one and then the uh, the Saturday one, and I think they're gonna go back to Vegas. So, without further ado, let's kick it off here, baby. First fight of the night, we got the big boys. We got uh, returning Chase Sherman, fourteen and six. He's a minus one thirty five favorite versus Ike Villanueva, who is sixteen and nine. He is uh, a plus one fifteen underdog. Interesting fight here. Chase Sherman, good personality, Mississippi guy, fought in the heavyweight division for the UFC for quite some time. Entertaining fight. Has a good chin, has a good stand-up game. His takedown defense, or excuse me, his takedown defense is probably okay. I don't really know, but his ground game's not great, right? He's been doing bare-knuckle boxing. This was kind of a late-minute thing for both guys, I believe. Ike Villanova, uh, Villanova, Villanova, he's making his UFC debut Tough, tough dude from Texas. Number one light, uh, light heavy, or excuse me, number one, yeah, light heavyweight from Texas. Coming up to heavyweight, I believe, yeah, two hundred five or two sixty five. Excuse me, I didn't know if Chase Chase Sherman cut that weight or not. Um, this is going to be a tough one because you got a smaller guy versus Chase Sherman, who's a pretty thick guy. Chase Sherman has fought a lot of heavyweight. Um, Ike Villanueva, I, I, I've seen some footage of him, not a ton. He's a power power guy, but. 205 coming up to heavyweight, I usually like because of the speed advantage, but Villanueva does have nine losses. A lot of those losses do come by submission, though. Uh, Robert Drysdale, I believe, submitted him, which is which is fun. But 16-9, he's been around for a little bit. 
Um, I don't think Chase Sherman's going to submit him. Chase Sherman might want to be able to take this fight to the ground. However, he's been bare knuckle boxing. I feel like he's been working on his boxing a lot lately. Um, obviously, doing the bare knuckle. I mean, sure, I'm sure he's training MMA all, all over the place. He's got the size of energy, so he may want to lean on Villanova and maybe uh, Villanueva. I say this guy's name different every fucking time. However, I'm going I'm going to go with Ike. I'm going to go with the underdog. You're going to hear the underdog and it's going to be my send them home. Send them home. Send them home early. Shout out John Anik. Send them home early. I think Ike Villanueva is going to catch him. I know that's crazy. Um I haven't seen the prop bet. I'm a prop bet guy now, okay? Want some money Saturday prop betting. FanDuel lets you use them in parlays, which I fucking love. Ike Villanueva Listen, he's going to have the speed advantage. He does have some power. Can he knock out Chase Sherman or Chase Sherman? I don't know. Possibly. I'm going to ride with him. Plus 115. That's a small underdog. It's not the, the craziest thing. I'm going to single bet it with the prop as a finish. I think that's the only way you get bang for your buck. Don't add this into your parlay because this could fuck your parlay up. If you want an underdog, I think there might be some other underdogs in this car that you could possibly put in your parlay that would help you out. Okay, next up, Hunter Azur, who's 8-0. He's a minus 170 favorite. He's fighting Brand Kellen Her. Tony and Tanny, the plus one point five underdog. Uh, I don't know why I did that with my voice. Kellen her the rapping, the rapper, uh, the best rapper in MMA. Ask him. Um, excuse me, I gotta take a take a drink out of my Gus's chicken card. Card. What? Gus's chicken cup. My lucky cup. Now, the best fried chicken in the world. We got these when I was laying at UFC one thirty six. Um, I won a lot, a lot of money last time I drank out of this cup, picking these fights. So now it's my lucky cup. I got two of them too. So fuck off. Uh, yeah, double the luck. What are you going to say about that? Hopefully you say nothing because if you're listening to this podcast, you want to make money. Anyway, Brian Kellner rapping, uh, the rapper, um, never overly impressed with him, right? He had a really good submission win over Odie Osborne his last time out. I bet it against him. He is a nice little underdog here. Hunter Zer, a wrestler, good grappler, stand up. Okay. Coming from the contender series on paper, it looks like Azur could just could run through him, right? Kellner's got such a good guillotine, though. He's obviously training for this fight, knowing Hunter's going to want to take him down. Kellner's staying up. Okay, I don't think it's great. He's been knocked out before. He's kind of an awkward guy on the feet. I'm going to go with Hunter, though. I'm going to go with the, the favorite here, my, my, minus 170. I'm not confident in that pick, if I'm being honest with you. I, I haven't seen enough of Hunter yet. He did look goddamn impressive in his uh, his UFC debut. Who did he fight in the UFC debut? Come to me, Brian. Come to me, Brian. Come to me, Brian. Bracketona. He put Bracketona out of the UFC, and Bracketona is a really tough matchup. Good cardio, good grappling. Brian killing her. I think takedown offense is lacking a little bit. He does have a good guillotine. He does have some good chokes. But uh, I think uh, Hunter is going to obviously be aware of that as well. I think he's going to put some hands on Kellner. Probably a decision win because Kellner's tough enough and hunter's not like crazy knockout power but uh could end in the finish next up gabriel benitez plus 130 is a 21 and 7 uh record omar morales 9 and 0 minus 160 um minus 160 favorite do people say O or zero where you're from like nine and zero like in cincinnati when when we're reading off a phone number like like my you know like say your number's like oh it's 910 do other people go 910 or do pe oh, people say, oh, because I just said nine and oh, and I don't know if that's a regional thing or if that's like a thing. Like some people call um, like Cokes, like soda, like in the South, everything's a Coke in where I'm from. It's called pop. I say soda, but it's called pop. And everyone else is like soda. You know, if you say soda pop, you're an asshole. Anyway, uh, more Morales is a guy, 9-0, undefeated, coming from contender series, beefed up. He's a fucking beefcake. He's got good, some uh, some good striking. He looked okay in his UFC debut against Don Yon Ma. I expected a little more, um, but he's a big, powerful guy. Benitez coming from AKA. 
Coming off a knockout loss over Sadiq Yusuf, one of my guys, but that's, you know, that's, you know, you're going to get knocked out by Sadiq every once in a while. The kid's a fucking killer. Um, this was really hard for me to pick. This was the last fight I wrote down. This is the last fight I, I selected. Um, I really like Benitez at the underdog. I'm staring at it. I really like it, but um, I can't pull the trigger on it. I just, I don't like Benitez's style. He's moving up in weight, I believe. This is going to be at uh, 155. He's usually 145 or. You know, I'm I'm worried about Benitez. He was a little reckless against Sadiq. He looked good. He he had looked good in the beginning. He hurt Sadiq, but then he got a little reckless. Omar Morales does have some power. Um, he's undefeated, but you know, Benitez has the more experience. This is a really tough fight to pick. This is probably I should have a little button con. This is my most uneasy fight to pick. Uh the uneasy fight of the night is this. I'm gonna pick Morales. I'm gonna pick the chalk. I'm gonna go the favorite. Not confident. I probably won't bet this fight. Um, Morales can go out there and fucking shock the world, not shock the world, go out there and just starch them. And I wouldn't be surprised, but Benitez can go out and get an underdog win here. I don't really know. Um, I need to see more Morales, I guess, but I'm going to go with the, under, I'm going to go with the favorite, excuse me, at minus 160. That's not a crazy number. Again, if you know more about Morales, if you want to bet that, if you're just crazy for bets and want to bet the whole card, that's fine. My pick is Morales. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I I'm going to personally, Personally, I'm gonna stay away from it. All right, next up, Sajara Eubanks, who's four and four. I can't believe her record's four and four. I think she's way better than that. That's so weird. She's a minus three eighty favorite over Sarah Morice or Morose, however you pronounce it. She's Canadian. I don't know. She's six and five. Uh, before we get into this fight, I think Sarah Morice is kind of hot. Is that weird or Morose? She does it for me. I don't know why. Anyway, Sajara Eubanks is an incredible talent, in my opinion. I thought she looked really good off the Contender Series. She's got some ugly losses. She's four and four, which is weird. But Sarah Morice, Morose, whatever. She hasn't really impressed me either besides, you know, the way she looks. I'm going to go Eubanks. I'm going to save everyone's trouble here. Go Eubanks. Do not bet this fight. I don't bet women's fights um, just because they're so unpredictable. Minus 380 is absolutely insane for someone who's 4-4. Four and four. This is going to go a decision. It's going to be probably a fairly close fight. Um, I don't trust either of these girls to pull out victory, but I'm going to go with uh, Sadar Eubanks. Make it easy. All right. Ah, excuse me. Next up, Michael Johnson, who's 19 and 15. He is a minus 115 pick'em. He's fighting Thiago Moyes. Moyes. Moises. Moyes. I don't know. 12 and 4. He's a minus 105 favorite pick'em, whatever. Interesting fight here. Michael Johnson's coming off, uh, I believe, two losses, if I'm not mistaken, right? He's got the knockout over Emmett. And he took a fight after that, right? Yeah, Stevie Ray, which I thought he won that fight. It was a very, very controversial fight. Michael Johnson has all the talent in the world. It's so weird how many people he has beaten. Um, he's got a fantastic record. It's wild how many people he's beaten, actually. Um, but, you know, you know, it is what it is. Uh, he, I don't know. Moises, Moises is a guy who I'm not superly impressed with. He's got a decent record. A lot of people are high on him. Um, he's got good jiu-jitsu. Uh, Michael Johnson's a guy who's got that one knockout power. His takedown defense has been suspect in the past, even though he is a pretty good wrestler. Not really sure what that's about, um, but hopefully he'll get it figured out. But uh, I'm gonna, I like Michael Johnson's fight. I think this is actually a pretty good bet. I don't know why I was hesitating. I, I thought about this before I even got on here. I think Michael Johnson's going to stay away from this guy. I don't think he's going to get taken down. I think his cardio is going to be on point. He's back at 155, which is where I like him. I don't like him cutting the 45. He's going to be faster than Weiss. I think he's going to pick him apart with his hands. I think Weiss is going to have a hard time getting this fight to the ground. I don't really know how good his, his, his chain wrestling is. I know his grappling is good. I don't know how good his takedowns are. Need to see more of him. I did look up some tape on him. I did watch his last fight. I wasn't overly impressed. Again, uh, I believe... 
but yeah, he was like a contender series guy, which I thought he won by head kick. And then Darius got him. He's a tough dude. Darius got him. His only win in the UFC is Kurt Hullabo by a decision. That's not the uh, greatest guy on your resume. I'm surprised this line is as close as it is, probably because Michael Johnson's coming off two losses. And I think Michael Johnson's one of those guys is how how much does he get up for certain people, right? Moise is a guy who doesn't really have much of a name. But Michael, you're coming off two losses. I think he's going to step it up here. Hopefully he doesn't go three. I'm going to go Michael Johnson here. I like I, I like this fight from Michael Johnson. Do not confuse my hesitation in the beginning. I do not know what that was. I was having a brain fart. Um, I'm on Michael Johnson for sure. All right, next up, you got Andre Arlovsky, who Arlovsky, who is 28-19. He's a plus 130 underdog. He's fighting Felipe Lins or Philip Lins. Who is 14 and 3? He is a minus 155 favorite. He's making his UFC de- debut. That is Felipe Lins. If that's how you say your name. Um, what are we doing here? Blah 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 Brian. Okay. Sorry. I'm doing I'm doing like uh I'm doing like six different things here. Six different things. That's what I do when I record because I don't give you guys my undivided attention. How dare I? Um what are we doing here? Okay. So this fight, listen, I've I've constantly and I've always picked against Andre Arlovsky. It's just what I do. Um, I'm not coughing his chin. He's like 110 years old. But Felipe Lin's coming from the PFL. I don't know if he was the champion over there. You might want to fact check me on that. But he's coming over from the uh, PFL. Don't know a ton about him, right? Um, he looks like he's pretty good. Looks like he's a, he's a solid guy. Um, I can understand why he's a small favorite here making his UFC debut. But he's been knocked out before. Um, I don't think he's going to get this fight to the ground. I don't think he's going to really be able to uh, work his clinch. He's really good in the clinch. That's why he stopped Josh Copeland his last time out. But this is a step up in competition. Andre Lasky, even though he's 100 years old and he's just coming off a knockout loss over Rosenstruck, he's got some really close fights in there. Like, I thought he beat Augusta Saka. I mean, he's got a win over Ben Rothwell, I thought he lost. But... He's good. He he's he's better than he's been. He's down in Florida, I believe. American Top Team, or is he with? No, he's American Top Team. I think they really got him right down there. I think they're they're finally putting it together. This is going to be my wait. Hold on. Wait, what's that? Do you hear a dog marker? Do you? Dogs. Dogs. Like dogs. Oh, dogs. Sure. I like dogs. MMA takes dog lock of the night. This is my lock of the night. Underdog lock of the night. Andre Lasky. I can't believe those words are coming out of my mouth. Andre Arlovsky is going to be my lock of the night. That is crazy to me that I'm actually saying that, but it's true. I think he matches up really well with uh, with Linz here. I think Linz doesn't bring a ton. I think he's gonna um, he's gonna have trouble with with Andre, and uh, I think he can possibly get knocked out. I'm not gonna predict that. I won't prop bet that, but I think it could possibly happen. So that is what it is. It is what it ain't. And that is it. Okay, so next up, this is our YouTube pick of the week. Let's get going. MMA takes YouTube pick of the week. That's right. You MMA takes YouTube pick of the week. Subscribe to that channel. Hit that subscribe button. I got. I just sorry. I moved the camera a little bit there. We're picking UFC Fight Night Jacksonville May thirteenth this Wednesday, and I'm picking. I'm giving you one fight. Probably the fight that I'm looking forward to the most. Carl Roberson. He is a beast of a man. Let me read my sheet sheet here. He is nine and two. He's a plus one fifty under, or excuse me, yeah, underdog. He's fighting Marvin Vittori. He's fourteen and three and one. He is a minus one eighty favorite. The Italian Stallion. I have no idea if that's his nickname. I should check, but I, we'll do that later. Carl Robinson's impressed me, right? I bet heavy against him his last time out was Ryan Kopilov. Kopilov was my guy. He fucking finished him. Embarrassed me. Marvin Vittori's a guy I've doubted his entire career. 
I go back and I look at some of his fights. He's a solid fucking prospect. This kid can crack, right? Good on the ground, hard to take down. His striking's kind of awkward. He has some big power. He doesn't have a lot of ton of finishes, but he does have some big power. It is insane to me that he had a draw with Izzy Adesanya and he made Izzy look normal. He made Izzy look human. Probably one of the only people to make him look human. Maybe Kelvin Gassum, Kelvin Gassum dents him up a little bit, but that's a big fucking win for you. You almost have a draw with Izzy Adesanya. Split decision win. There's no way he won that fight. The only way I'm saying draw because the only way he would have won that fight is if it was a draw because he didn't win that fight. Really, really, he didn't win that fight. But Marvin Vittori, the Italian stand, I like this kid. He's at King's MMA. He's in California. He's fucking ripping those pads with Rafael Cordero. Oh, Rafael Cordero, the guy who's fucking ripping pads with Mike Tyson right now. That same Rafael Cordero. Carl Robinson, though, is a guy, Robertson, Robertson, Robertson. He's a guy that um, I, I'm afraid to bet against, okay? I've bet against him before, and he shoved it up my fucking ass. I'm afraid to bet against this guy. I'm afraid to bet against Marvin Vittori. Marvin Vittori minus 180, though, that's not the craziest line I've ever seen. It's also not like the smallest line, right? I would I would hope this fight would be a little bit closer, but I think they're giving uh, Marvin Torrey some regency bias here. I think they're giving him a lot of credit. Vegas has given him a lot of credit. Robeson, though, can crack, can knock you out, can take you down. Um, he finished with a dark stroke, so he's got submissions. The kid's really well rounded. This is going to be, I think, one of the fights of the night. I think the main event could be really good as well, but this is kicking off the main card. This is one of the fights I'm most excited about. That's why I'm giving it to you right now. Let me access my brain. But actually, you know what? Hang on. Hang on for a second. Okay. Okay. I'm ready to make my decision. Marvin Vittori minus 180. I love it. I love it at 180. I know these are the underdog glasses, but I'm picking Marvin Vittori for one reason. I think he's just a little bit better right now. These guys can meet up down the line again at 185. I wouldn't be surprised about it. I think Roberson has tremendous upside, but I think Marvin Vittori, a couple years ago when he had upside, he's on the upside now. I think this guy's a real contender at 185. I think it's going to be a close fight. I don't think anyone's getting finished here. Don't touch the props. I'd stick to Vittori. I think Vittori's going to win. I think he has better striking. He's a little bit faster. I think he's going to be hard to take down. I think he's going to be hard to push up against the cage. That's what Robinson's going to need to do to really do this, even though Robinson can crack, and he possibly can knock him out. I don't think that's going to happen. What I think is going to happen is I think Marvin Vittori's going to win a decision. That's what I'm putting my money on. That's what I'm sticking my reputation on. That's what I'm putting my face on YouTube on. So Marvin Vittori, by decision, let's go. I'm going to play the jingle one more time just because it's so good. MMA Takes YouTube Pick of the Week. So that was the MMA Takes YouTube Pick of the Week. Oh, man, what a pick it was. What a pick it was. Sorry if it sounded all weird. I was recording while I was doing it. So I had to kind of like move everything. Like I have a fucking... Uh, I went out and bought a webcam yesterday. I bought it from... Uh, uh, hold on, I don't want to do that. I bought it from a guy off Facebook, which is super fun. Just the, the funnest, right? He told me to meet him like four different places. We were haggling about money. It was uh, it was the best. It was the best. Uh, okay, back to me. Let me see what I can do here. Okay, we'll, we'll worry about this later. I recorded it via something that I don't trust, so hopefully I don't have to do that again. Anyway, uh, I like Marvin Torrey in that fight big time, so if it sounded a little weird, I'm sorry. I'm trying to iron out the kinks here, guys. Okay, I'm trying to work on it. We're trying to do it, trying to bring more content. Next up, Ray Borg. Plus 155 underdog. He is 13 and 4. He is fighting Ricky Simone, who is 16, 15, and 3. He's a uh, minus 185 favorite. This fight's kind of odd to me, right? I for you know, it, it they both are so fucking similar to me. They both fight so similar. 
decent strikers, but they want to get the fight to the ground. Ricky Simone's probably a little more competent on his feet. Ray Borg going to be a little undersized. I think Ricky Mason's a, he's not a tall 135er, but he's, he's a thicker guy. Ray Borg is fighting at 135 because he can't make 125 anymore. The, obviously, what goes into the consideration is the training camps. How are the training camps affected? I know Simone cut his mullet, which I don't like. I immediately almost put 100 bucks on Ray Borg just because of that. However, I talked myself into uh, coming back. But anyway, uh, I'm going to go Ray Borg. Yeah, a little underdog play. Listen, it's easy to pick chalk, guys. It's easy to go go on. I love when people brag on Twitter like, I'm 8-0 on tonight. Well, yeah, because you pick all the fucking under or you pick all the favorites. Sometimes it's okay to pick the favorite. Sometimes you got to take a risk on your dog. And this is my riskiest bet of the night, right? I am going to bet this fight. Um, I'm not very confident in Ray Borg. I'm not going to lie with you. But I think this could be a close fight. I think Ray Borg's a little slicker on the ground. I think he's better in transitions. I think he's be faster than Ricky Simone. I think Ricky Simone's going to keep this fight on the feet, right? Ray Borg has fought at 35 before, so it's not going to be out of his element. But I do think he fights better at 125. Um, Simone, again, a thick dude at 135. He got his mullet, guys. You can't bet against a guy who had a mullet, then cut it. Um, so I like Ray Borg in this fight as an underdog at plus 155. I think that's a sexy number. I also think 185 for Ricky Simone isn't the worst number in the world. Uh, I expect it to be maybe even a little bit higher than that, but I like uh, I like Ray Borg in this fight as, as an under here. It's, it's a risky, risky underdog play, but hopefully it pays off. All right, next up, Drew Dober, who is 22 and 9. He's a minus 120 favorite. He is fighting Alexander Hernandez, who's 11 and 2. He's a uh, plus 100 underdog, basically a pick and fight. This line's going to move all over the place. Listen, um, there's a lot of Luke Rockhold, best looking guy in MMA talk, which I'm not going to disagree with, but listen, Drew Dober's got to get his play. That hair, that smile, that jawline, the kid's a good looking dude. And not only that, but he's fucking changed his career around since he uh, went to Colorado. I don't know what they're doing over there, but he is a different fighter than what he was before. He is phenomenal as of late. His striking looks good. His takedown defense is good. His um, submissions are good, right? He's had some weird losses in his career, some weird wins. Alex Hernandez is a guy who, when I think of Alex Hernandez, I just think of all hype. I just think of a guy who who goes out there and just and he's got one knockout win over Benil Darius, got embarrassed by Cowboy, and then just has thrown some duds out there, right? This isn't in Texas. I don't think Hernandez is going to win this fight. I'm going Drew Dober. I'm going Drew Dober big here. Minus 120, I think, is an insult to Dober. I think Dober should be closer to 150. Um, I know Hernandez is, is not becoming star. This is kind of a good matchup for Hernandez. I think he can grapple with Dober. I think Dober possibly would even entertain the grappling aspect of this fight. I hope not, but I think Do- Dober's light years ahead of him everywhere else. I think Dober's going to win. I'm going to pick Dober, and I might even play a prop. I think he could actually finish Hernandez. I know Hernandez is tough. He shows some grit, shows some hard against Cowboy, but I think Dober I think Dober lands a, a nice left, clean fucking left hand. I don't think uh, he's going to be so tough anymore. So I'm going Drew Dober very. So I went from a super uneasy underdog play to a very confident Drew Dober play. And fun fact, that was actually going to be my um, YouTube pick of the week. But I lost on my YouTube pick of the week. And if, you, if you've been rocking with me for a while, I used to do video picks on Instagram, which I'm, I still might do. And my record on there was horrible. Anybody I put my face on camera talking about, they lost. And I, I'm i going to bet Vittori, but I'm not going to bet heavy on Vittori. But I am going to bet heavy on Drew Dober. And uh, so I don't want to jinx it, right? Even though I got my Gus's cup, I didn't want to jinx it. Okay, weird co-main event here. I, didn't, I don't like this fight. Ovin St. Peru. 
24 and 13. He's a minus 150 favorite. He's fighting Ben Rothwell, 37 and 12. He's a plus 130 underdog. Ovens moving up to heavyweight here. Ben Rothwell is a giant heavyweight. You know, I can understand why Ovens is, is the underdog, or excuse me, the favorite here. Um, he's not a small light heavyweight. He's a big guy. I don't know how he's going to look at heavyweight. I almost picked Ben Rothwell just because the underdog play, but I've always said I think guys that move up, from, especially from light heavyweight to heavyweight, I think um, they're the better fighters. They're quicker. They have they have just enough power. My only concern is Ovens possibly getting taken down by Rothwell, but I don't think Ben really can do that. I think he can clinch him and maybe take him down off the cage, but I don't think I've ever seen Ben shoot a double. I don't know if he can. He's too big and slow. But I think Ovens is just way more athletic. I think he has more ways to win. I think uh, Ben Rothwell's going to have a problem with the speed. I see Ovens just pot-shotting him, moving around. Maybe a finish, but probably not. Ben Rothwell's so fucking tough. I see Ovens winning a decision. Don't like this fight on paper. Hopefully it surprises me, but uh, this is probably the trash fight. And I, I don't like this matchmaking. I understand we got a weird time. they got to get fights out, but I don't love it. But Ovens, prove me wrong. Be a fucking beast at, uh, beast at heavyweight because you should be good at 205. Former... Fucking D1 football player. Got a good look to you, even though you got a big lift. Well, we think, phew, you ever seen him talk, dude? He's fucking lisp. It's horrible. But solid dude. Solid prospect. Maybe heavyweights for him. All right, main event. Very excited about this main event. Anthony Smith, 33 and 14. He's a minus 170 favorite. He's fighting Glover Teixeira, who's 30 and 7. He's a plus 145 underdog. This is my lock of the night, okay? My absolute lock of the night. My underdog lock of the night was Arlovsky. Drew Dober could be my lock of the night as well, but I had this written down as my lock lock of the night. And I haven't told you I'm picking yet, but I'm telling you it's my lock of the night. It's Anthony Smith. I think I, I, I've pictured this fight. I've went over this fight. Glover Tech shares on a nice little roll right now, right? He's the old vet. Is he 40 yet? So he's 40 now. He's got power. He's on a three-fight win streak. His last loss was a decision by Corey Anderson. Um, and he's beat Carl Robinson where he got almost fucking his head taken off. He finished Carl Robinson by choke. He finished Ian Kutalaba, who are both beasts, and he split this season to Nikita Krylov. Um, I just think Anthony Smith might be a different level right now. Anthony Smith seems motivated. He's good. He's tall. He's big. He's lengthy. He's got good strikes. I think he's going to keep the distance with Glover. Glover tends to deal with guys who are, who are much taller with a longer reach than him poorly. Anthony, the only thing I'm worried about is cardio because we know Glover can take a shot and, he, and he's going five rounds. He can take a shot and he's going to want, I think he's going to want to get this fight to the ground. Anthony Smith is good on the ground, but sometimes I think he just gives up the takedown because he knows he's good on the ground. I don't want him to do that because I think Glover's better on the ground. I think Glover is, has better positions. I'm not worried about Anthony Smith given, getting submitted necessarily, but it could happen. Arm triangle choke, Glover's specialty. But Glover's becoming more, I'm going to box you up, get you to the ground. I see him looking for takedowns of Anthony Smith. I hope they're working on that. Anthony keeps his distance. Keep those kicks out there. Kind of fight him like Gus did, like right? Like stay out there, a little uppercut here, jab out there, move on the outside. Anthony doesn't need to be a killer in this fight. The openings will happen. There will be times where you can go in there and kill him. Third, fourth round, um, don't kill him right away, right? Anthony Smith, I think, is a guy I've doubted for a little bit. Um, I think I've only picked him once to win, which is crazy. I know I picked him against Gus. I know I picked him against fucking... I think I picked him against Volkov because I did that on the Anna Conforian podcast or picked him. Okay, yeah, I said it right. Okay, but Anthony Smith, I think he just has all the tools to be there. I don't think he's ever going to fuck with John Jones. I mean, the, I'm not naive, right? I just don't think he's ever going to be able to fuck with John Jones. But I do think that he's a solid, solid dude at 205. 205 needs guys like this. 
And uh, I'm rocking with Anthony Smith all day. A.S. Uh, and he, he had that break-in, so he got like a little warm-up fight where he need that uh, that dude on meth into Bolivian who broke into his house. So that's the card. I love Anthony Smith. I could break down these fights all day. I want to keep it short and sweet for you guys. Get your money in. I'm going to be going Wednesday after work um, to go place the bets just because, you know, if one of these fights falls out, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so that's it. So I think we got a decent little card here. I'm excited for this card for sure. The main event's great. Drew Dover Hernandez is going to be good. Ray Borg Simone's going to be a fun one. Carl Robinson Marvin Torrey is going to be super high level. The undercard's a little suspect, if I'm being honest with you. I kind of want to see Hunter Azor. Um, I like uh, the Oliver, uh, Oliver, Omar Morales versus Gabriel Benitez. I don't know how that fight's going to go. Um, Michael Johnson in the card, the, the, and Andre Lesky versus Philip Lins. Philip Lins could be a fucking star in heavyweight, and I can have egg on my face picking Orlowski's the underdog, but I'm rocking with the fucking pit bull, baby. All right, so that's the show. Uh, my girl's coming on today, guys. I'm excited. I know I've heard that yet. You guys heard that, uh, me say that a million times, but it's true. Um, so Timmy and I, uh, Tim Mitchell, newcomer to the show, him and I are going to pick, uh, the Saturday cards. So I'll be out Friday, Thursday, maybe, maybe we'll record a Thursday. It'll come out Thursday night. Uh, and I need to kind of lock down plans with him. But other than that, man, that is it. That is the show. I love you guys. And, uh, Again, follow him on all platforms, MMA Takes Podcast on YouTube, MMA Takes Podcast on IG and Twitter. Keep it simple. It's the same on all of them. You might need to dig a little bit for me on YouTube because I don't have many subscribers, but let's get those numbers up, boys, huh? Let's get those numbers up. All right, that's it. Love you guys. See ya. Woo! Hey, pal, do me a favor. Get her down off there. What do you say? Woo! I say let her dance. Escort this gentleman to the door. Do you see that shit? Good. He's real good. The name is Dalton.